Welcome to Listen and Learn or Not. You have Lady Claire. Yay! You have Life Coach Lori. Hello. And me, Anna D. This is the best part of the week for me. <laughs> me too, in the whole world. Can I start off by apologizing for last week? <laughs> what? Why? I think I was a, I think I was a jerk, and I, I didn't mean to. I really, really didn't mean to. I just, what? I think I was just really not understanding something the rest of the world was understanding, and I feel like I came off as a real jerk, and I hate that, because I'm not a jerk. I'm a really nice no. person. No, 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 no. <laughs> you and the entire world, all of us, were trying to get a grasp of what what was happening. You were trying to make sense of it all. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. All right. Good. Just making sure. My husband appreciated what you said. He knew exactly what you were getting at and and why. I think a lot of listeners appreciate your questions. Good. Which were very valid questions. Good. I'm glad. Because I thought about it. I was like, oh, I'm not sure that came out the way I wanted it to. <laughs> so for, for those who didn't hear last week's episode, and here's a plug to go back and listen to it, we talked about the, the controversy with, with Whoopi Goldberg being suspended from The View for, for comments she made about the Holocaust and her sort of misunderstanding of, of, of what it was about. And I sort of had a, I, I didn't misunderstand the Holocaust. I misunderstood why people were upset about what she said. And uh, Anna helped me a lot, actually. And that's why we call it Listen and Learn or Not, because whether you all listen and learn or not, we do. Um, and so I just appreciate, I always appreciate you, Lori and Anna, both for your insights and, <laughs> and things that I am not aware of. But that was a really good one last week where I, I felt like I got a better understanding of what happened. I was still mad, but I got a better understanding of what happened. You know, you're you're always the the big brain of our podcast, Claire. I'm always <laughs> learning from you. I'm always learning from Lori. I think we we all appreciate when you, Claire, take us inside of your head. <laughs> you had a lot of questions. A lot of people were asking the same thing you were. And you gotta keep asking questions. Mm. That was a complicated event that had all sorts of pieces that were prone to have misunderstandings and confusion over what she meant, confusion over what she wasn't saying. Right. So no, you are not a heel uh, for anything you had questions about. It was, it was a cluster cluck of an issue. Mm. Bad people took the opportunity to twist it all up. Good people straightened it out for us as best as they could and to show us that her intentions were good, not bad. Yeah. She's willing to learn why her statements were clumsy, but her statements were not intending to erase history. Not at all. So you you made good and important points last week. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, that brings me to, to the whole thing about fake news and all of that, Claire, is like... It's one thing when we are so set on finding news that represents the way we believe versus being brave enough to look at both sides and to be able to be like, oh, I didn't know that. Now, you know, what does uh, Angel- uh, Maya Angelou say? You know, we, we, when we know better, we do better. Yes. Do, what is it? Do the best you can. And then when you know better, do better. Yeah. Right. I love that. It's Maya Angelou. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because... You know, I see so many people that, you know, either side, their news is the only news, but I don't want news that is the only news. I want news that looks at both sides and does the hard, hard work of going, oh, okay. Right. So my bad, ladies. I, what? 
I can't tell if I was able to record all that. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oof. Uh, do you mind if we start over? Sure. Right here. Two, Two one, one. Mark. Mark. Sharon. Oh, not you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> he really did look at me. <laughs> did he? <laughs> It's like it's like having someone in your home named Alexa. Like, what? You know, that's got to be annoying. Mark, you may as well ask him for a coffee while he's up. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, I, there's a show I watch, and the main character is Alexa. And every time her assistant says, "Hey Alexa," she'll ask a question, and my Alexa starts answering. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, the insanity!" <laughs> weird. <laughs> that's weird. I had become addicted to Alexa's dad jokes. I mean, she doesn't call them dad jokes, but that's what they are. Like every day I go in there and I make coffee and there's a little thing that says, hey, you know, ask Alexa, why did the elephant cross the road or whatever? And uh, and, and then you ask it and then she tells a dad joke and then I thank her and she's so sweet. Like I, I'm, <laughs> I'm having like a little like a really nice relationship with Alexa. Not a relationship relationship. I'm married, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like I just really dig Alexa now <laughs> as a person. <laughs> you just really like her personality. She, does. she just she's knows got a, everything. She's got a great sense of humor and, and she's actually very self-deprecating when you get to know her. And she knows every song. She but. does know every song. <laughs> she does know every song. Yeah. Like, does she actually sing it, or is she just putting on the song that you're talking about? Well, so far she just puts on the song I'm talking about, but now you've inspired me to go ask her to sing. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know. <laughs> ask her if she can beatbox. That I've done. I have, I have done Alexa beatbox. That's fun. <laughs> we have some, like, Echo Dots from, like, two or three Christmases ago, but we don't, we haven't activated it yet because we're a little afraid of, you know, privacy issues and things like that. Is that something you guys worry about? No, I really mm-hmm. don't. I mean, yeah. I don't technically either. on paper, I suppose it is a privacy issue, but because, you know, they're recording your, they're recognizing your voice and they're recognizing the things that you want and they know like, you know, when your packages are being delivered and all that stuff. But I don't think there's a team of people sitting there at Amazon listening to three billion people around the world <laughs> in their kitchens mm-hmm. doing whatever it is that they're doing. You know, I mean, they, do they have the technology? Obviously they do. But I, I just find it hard to believe that that is what they're doing. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Have, have you ever guys seen the show The Good Wife? Mm-hmm. Oh, The Good Wife. Yeah. No. Oh, you're talking about the good place, uh, Lori. You're talking about the good place. That's another I was good show. Yeah. The good witch. The good oh. witch is also a good show. Um, the good wife was a show that was on several years ago about a. It was Juliana Margulies who uh, was a you know an attorney and all this kind of stuff. But there's this it, a couple seasons into the show. There's this cast of characters that you that you come to realize is like basically the NSA, and they are listening in on on conversations. Of, of high profile people, you know, government officials and that kind of stuff. And it's just this like group of nerds in this giant office cubicle thing. And they're literally listening to your phones and your laptops and all that kind of stuff. It's quite hilarious. And so, you know, I suspect that the kind of thing does exist. I just don't think it's unless I don't really know the two of you very well. And one of you really is 
plotting some, you know, great <laughs> plot against America. I just don't think that the nerds at Amazon are listening in your kitchen. But how about other people? Is there a possibility that other people could have access to what's going on inside of your home via Alexa? I'd be more worried about your ring security system than I would be about your Alexa. What? I mean, really? Yeah. Oh my God. Do you have one of those? I do. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. loves her ring system. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, is, I think there's a more, a, and that's just me. I'm just Claire the nerd who can like, you know, barely get her laptop figured out. Right. But I'm just <laughs> saying from stuff that I've read and heard, I think it's more likely that some nerd has hacked into your ring than that the people at Amazon have hacked into your Alexa. That's just what I think. What can they do with the ring? Is it because the video uh, is going on and then they, they could like maybe listen and, and, and turn it on themselves or something? Because usually activated yeah. by sensors right in front of it. But Yeah, but it's it, it's an IP address. Yeah. Just, yeah, just like your Alexa so. is an IP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All of your gadgets are an IP address and anybody could get to the IP address. You know? Shoot. Um, As for me, I live alone. I don't even talk in my house. And people don't talk on the phone anymore, so they would be so bored if they tried to listen in on what was going on in my house. You don't talk to yourself, Lori? You'd think I would, but I get get in my car to go to work. Well, I do do some coaching calls, but I get in my car, car to go to work, and I'm like, I haven't spoken all day. Wow. Yeah. At home. I, I do talk with my sister in the morning when we go to the pool, but as far as my house, I, you know, I do my thing and putz around. I don't have an animal. If I had an animal, I'd be talking all the time. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You'd probably hear bodily functions not, in our yeah. house. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to totally change the subject, but I ran into Drew a couple of weeks ago when I went to Van Gogh. Did I tell you this? No. Drew from the, from the Fitz show? Yeah. It was here uh-huh. in Factoria. We were having lunch. My friend and I and Drew was there and and I was prepared to be really embarrassed because I I never think any of the important people here know me. And so I'm like, hey, (laughs) Drew. And he's like, hey. And so we chatted a little bit and and everything. And he turned to go and he goes, bye, Heather. Oh, (laughs) dang. (laughs) What did you think? I wanted well, to call Anna and go, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Life yeah, coach Heather. You know, it's interesting. It, it's definitely a, a, a um, the way the building is physically set up, there are, are sides, right? There are mm-hmm. sections of it. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah. if you don't frequently go to those other sections, you're not going to know who the people are, even though... Like, you know, Lori, your voice is heard all over the building, but he might not necessarily know that, you know. Um, so that's interesting. I found yeah. that a, 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 a conundrum there, too, when I first got there, that there were definitely entire, like, even the day I left and I went to say goodbye to somebody and I'm like, where the hell is this office? And I was like, <laughs> I've been here three years and I'd never been in this part of the building before. Um, so... You know, I'm sorry that he didn't remember your name because he's a really nice guy. Yeah. But, and well, he would probably he, feel terrible if he knew he got your name wrong. Well, and I think though that wasn't so much that he didn't remember my name, but that he thought I was somebody that I think 
Oh no, 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 no. Maybe he didn't. Oh no, 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 no. Really think that. No, he didn't. He did. He. Oh, I can guarantee you, he did not confuse you with that person. Believe me, I know that for a fact. Maybe he met Heather Locklear. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sure it was exactly. that. But, you yeah. know, just to, when you're in a business like this, you know, it is interesting because you don't know, like, who knows you or who doesn't. And we had a new boss at one point, and um, we, he was supposed to make appointments with all of us and chat. And finally, I'm like, hey, am I supposed to make the appointment with you? And he's like, oh, you want to talk? And I'm like, oh, well, you said you wanted to talk to all the air staff. And he goes, air staff? And I'm like, um, you didn't know you were air staff. Yeah, and at that point I was still co-host, and mm-hmm. he. I said, "Well, I I co-host with AJ, and I um, do traffic." And he goes, "Oh, I thought you were I thought you were traffic from you know over in the you know commercial department. And you just liked hanging out here." Oh wow! Oh. <laughs> Is that a person that's no stuff. longer there? Mm-hmm. That's that's poor communication, right? <laughs> I mean, on a business. lot of parts. <laughs> When you, yeah, that's my motto. Communication is our industry, but not our policy. Um, that is, that took a lot. That took a village. That This is a life a lesson right here for anybody listening that, that runs a business, right? Like if you are the existing manager of a business and you have a new incoming manager, it is incumbent on both of you, the existing person and the incoming person, to know every single person that is under your employ. Not just the quote stars, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but everybody. I mean, radio is a 24 hour operation. Um, and there are a lot of people that talk and that don't talk that make that happen. Right. And yet we definitely lean on the quote stars, right? And not to diminish the, the quote stars because they're nice people and I know them all and I don't have a problem mm-hmm. with them. But I notice it too, like when I'm on the social media, I still subscribe to the social media for all of the stations there, even though I don't directly work there anymore. Mm-hmm. And there is one face I see all the time. <laughs> and there are so many people that work at that station. And I'm like, why am I seeing this same face all the time? And I think that's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, and multiply that station by however many stations there are in you know, across the United States, you know. Right. So that's really interesting that that, that new boss at that time didn't even know that you were an on-air yeah. personality because they probably only ever saw that one face. Um, yeah, but he, but he saw me here. He just thought I liked to hang, right. hang out over here. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> wow. Oh, geez. I'm trying to yeah, figure out anyway. who you're talking about. No. <laughs> I'm like stuck on who is it? <laughs> Can we talk Olympics? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's talk Olympics. So, um this thing with this Russian skater, I uh, this is my week. This is my getting up on my high horse thing this week about Ooh. this. I feel really bad for this kid. She is 15 years old. This this uh, I, Russian ice skater, and of course at the moment I can't think of her name, um, who was uh, apparently uh, a chemical test turned up some you know uh, a banned substance that they say was performance enhancing, and it was heart medication or something like that. And at first I'm thinking, oh my god, she's 15 and she needs heart medication. That's how naive I am. And it it turns out it was who know who knows what it turns out. My point is that, and I don't know if this is just the Russian team or if all teams are like this, but the fact that they take this 15-year-old girl who is nothing but raw talent, absolute positive raw talent, power, athleticism, and artistry, 
and use her so badly. Like, here, take this drug or don't take this drug. Okay, now lie about it. Okay, now don't lie about it. Okay, now go out and do your very best. And 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 because of the drug test, the Olympic Committee decided that um, that what they would do is if she ended up winning, placing in the top three, they weren't going to hold a, hold a medal ceremony because later they would adjudicate whether or not she deserved to be in the Olympics. And if she did, it would have tainted the medal ceremony for whoever was in it. So they decided they just wouldn't do it. Well, lo and behold, even though she can skate rings around all the other skaters, last night she fell twice and ended up in fourth place. So they got to hold the medal ceremony and all the other people got medals and boop, wash your hands, case closed. And I had no doubt in my mind, a thousand percent, that she took a dive. That they told her, okay, sorry, we can't screw up the medal ceremony for everybody else. So you just go ahead and fall on your ass a couple times. You're 15, you'll bounce, well, you'll be back at the next Olympics. And I'm so angry. <laughs> oh. Even though I probably, it's possible that I'm wrong about that taking a dive thing and I'm wrong about the manipulation and all that stuff. I don't think I am. Um, and it just breaks my heart that this kid is being put through such a ringer, you know? Um, it, it's, ugh. anyway, end of rant. Mm. I, see, I didn't know if all, all that was happening. I, I knew about the, you know, the whole drug thing a little bit. Like the only thing I knew about it was the heart med might have been a different family member's heart med or something like that. And it was like a complete mistake. Right. But, uh, so who accidentally takes their grandfather's medication? <laughs> who, who does that, right? <laughs> this looks Oops, like sorry, calcium grandpa. pills. I got my heart medication that I take for being 15 years old mixed up with your heart medication that you take for being 85 years old. That is weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think the team, the team doped her, the team got caught and the team made her lie about it. You know, Um, it's terrible. I don't understand. Like, okay. So if, if that happened, if, uh, you know, if for some reason it was taken on purpose, I don't understand why uh, Olympians don't think that they'll get caught. Uh, right. I mean, right. that's, uh, and I'm also thinking about a while back, who was the person who um, tested positive for steroids, and she was blaming a burrito truck, <laughs> a burrito right. food truck, <laughs> and right. saying that there was, there was something in the burrito. And I'm thinking, <laughs> we're going to make up stories like that, then we're going to make up a Hartman story. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, though. Yeah. You know, anything can, is possible when you're, when you're an athlete. You're probably taking a lot of supplements anyway and a lot of dietary needs that uh, aren't a normal person's. So I, I guess I could get on board with, you know, things happen. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I no, I, I'm with you. I totally get on board with things happen, you know. And then there was the the woman who um, who after her mom died, she smoked some pot and she got kicked out of the off the Olympic team yeah. for smoking pot. Yeah, like probably had a couple of puffs because she was super stressed out. That's not even performance enhancing. I would right. say that's, that's probably like, the de- opposite. That's, the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> that's lack of performance enhancing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So yeah, I think the rules are all screwy and manipulative, and you know, it's just it's crazy. But I just I feel for this kid, and you know, if it were the 1970s, she'd go somewhere and defect, and you know, skate for another team. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think that's so easy to do anymore. No, no. Yeah. 
Yeah, the one with mm-hmm. the with the with the athlete smoking shortly after her mom died. That one that one I feel is different. Maybe if there was um grieving counseling for her mm-hmm. or something to at least have an outlet like that or that instead of just being plain kicked off. Yeah. I don't know. The, the decision to 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 smoke that was not a good one, but when someone close to you passes away, anything can happen, you know, and uh, sure. uh, I think it would it would have been great maybe, you know, if maybe the coaches, outside, inside help for, for mental health, especially when you have not just the grieving, but you're also having to prepare for something huge that you've been preparing mm-hmm. for for your entire life, you know. Yeah, I, I, I concur with that. Right. You know, it it's such a weird... I don't know. There's so many ins and outs in, in the Olympic. And, and you know, and I, mm-hmm. I guess what you have to throw in is that you've got an international coalition. It's not hard to, not easy to manage, you know, different laws and rules and expectations from, from different countries. Yeah. Um. So, I, I mean, I, I get that. I just think that sometimes they really botch it. Yeah. And they, and they, they botch it on the world stage, you know. <laughs> And then you've got the whole like you know Russia will will or will or won't Russia invade Ukraine? Oh, gosh! <clears throat> and, the, and the Olympics are take, taking place in China, and so you've got all these geopolitical issues that are like you know okay, do we let the fifteen year old skate or do we not let the fifteen year old skate? Because if we don't let her skate, will the president of her country you know oh. attack the next door neighbor country? <laughs> right? right. It, so there's all that stuff that Jeez. shouldn't be there, but. You know, Gosh, I didn't even make crazy. that connection, but that is a very good point. I mean, <laughs> could could a country be that temperamental to, <laughs> you know, right. from a, an Olympics to war? <laughs> right. You know. Mm. Well, there. I've heard people say that that you know, the reason that that Russia hasn't made a move on Ukraine is because it'll. If they if they do it during the Olympics, it'll make China mad. <laughs> you know, like really? That's oh, they're friends I, now. Yeah, right, right. It's yeah. so weird. Oh my god, it's gosh. just weird. It could be that I read too much news, and maybe I need a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> you need a news detox. <laughs> I do. I do need. I need news detox. Yeah, Shoot. <laughs> well, speaking of all of this international stuff. Have any of you read Hillary Clinton's new book? No. no. State of Terror? No. State of Terror? Mm-hmm. It's a novel. Huh. It's, it's a, a novel? novel? <laughs> All I'm going to say, so good. I mean, I remember Bill Clinton wrote a novel. He wrote it with that uh, mystery guy, right? Uh, Peterson? Uh, I forget which one it was. But now Hillary's written one. For real wrote it or did she like somebody else wrote it? Well, she wrote it, but her longtime friend, Louise Penny, who has written many, many novels, mystery novels, uh, was her childhood friend and uh, wrote it with her. Cool. Is it, uh, is, yeah. it, is, there, is it funny? Is it uh, captivating? Um, or, or what would If you- I could narrow it to one word... I would say insightful. Insightful. Huh. I'm curious, are you reading or listening to it? Listening. Cool. And, and who's reading it? Yeah. Because I, I have a long commute. And yeah, so, I know. So the speaker probably makes it, uh, the reader probably makes it uh, even more exciting. <clears throat> yes. 
Yes, the, okay. re- the reader is very good. If you had an author to compare it to that might have the same style or something, do, do you know an author or, or a story that it could compare to? Well, it would be Louise Penny, even though all of her stuff is uh, overseas. Her, her, you know, she's got, um, you know, a whole cast of characters um, in her mysteries. And so it's comparable to that. So when you look at Hillary's book, you know it's a novel and not true, but you know that there's truth to it. Oh, I love when that. you Louise Penny, you know her books aren't true. They're she's just created these mysteries and these places. You know, I think that's the difference is there's probably a certain amount of this book that's not really made up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But she's probably had to like veil it with a couple layers of things, you know, to make sure that she's not spilling any secrets, but but that's cool because you're right. I mean, that's like She's been in, she's held a lot of jobs, so she knows a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And there's a lot of inside stuff that goes on. Lori, I think you should write a book or a story because you've done a whole lot too. Like a whole range I of have jobs. A book, Anna. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but, you but wrote, you not wrote a, that book. You're already a, an accomplished author. You wrote one, but we yeah, Not a fiction, right. though. Not a fiction. Yeah, a you fiction. can write a fiction. Yeah. I like stories too. <laughs> I don't know if I could come up with some, something original because I listen to so many books. I'd be like, like a little from this one and a little from that. You know who my favorite is right now, though? What is it? Jenny Colgan. Have you heard of her? No. I started listening at Christmas because she has a lot of Christmas stories. <laughs> so let me just set this scene. In this latest book, My 90s Romance, my very 90s romance, she was in the hospital visiting a friend. And she heard this gravelly voice and she's like, Who's over there? And she pulls back the curtain and it's this old guy. And she's like, who are you? And he goes, God. And he wants her to get him some whiskey. But through the rest of the book, she's always saying, and God said, and, <laughs> and, and God did this. And, you know, God wanted that. And, <laughs> and part of the time you're like, is it like God? Is it maybe like an angel? Is it? <laughs> but it's got great humor. And uh, yeah. <laughs> what if God was one of us? <laughs> Just a slob like one of us. Joan Osborne, everybody. Yeah. Sharon got us these uh, reading lights that go over the headboard of the bed, like a little pin light, like to read, like to read an actual thing. Yeah. And um, she uses her almost every night. I haven't touched it because I'm always on the Kindle. It's so weird. It's like, <laughs> have I lost my ability to read yeah. the, the page, you a know? Page. It's like I want... You don't want to turn to, pages. Yeah. Like, <laughs> No, I guess I need to, I don't know, maybe I need to get a People magazine or something. But just like, I feel bad that she got me this thing. Like, I'm sorry, I just I got my Kindle. So you you don't mind reading on a Kindle? No, I, I, I like, 
I like the Kindle. It, well, it's just convenient. I mean, it's it's right there. But mm-hmm. um, I think part of it is um, the lighting. Yes, definitely. But also um, the glasses. I'm still kind of in like the whole glasses denial thing. I've been limping along with re- you know readers of different strengths, mm-hmm. and so um, it's just really easy to read that way. You can just you know adjust the the font depending on what it is that you're the what it is you're looking at. Um, but I think also the space, just I've moved so many times that I'm sort of like, oh, we don't really need this book, you know? So it's nice to have it in there. Um, but I also, you know, I buy books and I probably could just, like, if I didn't have a Kindle, I would go to a library so that I didn't. And sort of, I've sort of missed that aspect of life is going to a library a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I like I like the Kindle. Yeah. Plus, you can go back and like if you for some reason don't remember a character they bring back, then you could like remind yourself by just searching that character, and it takes you to that page, right? Uh, right. I've kindled a few times. To- I've kindled a few times, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I loved that feature because I'd be like, oh, now who is? What was he again? Who is he? How is he related to this person or whatever? Good or stuff. there's a dictionary you can look up words you don't understand. You just highlight oh, it and go, yeah. what does that mean? That's awesome, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're kind of getting me back into kindling. Kind- into kindling. <laughs> so you're, 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 you're more paper books now, too, Anna? Yeah. In fact, I'm starting to get a little snobby and, and uh, making sure they're hard, oh, hardback. Oh, look at you. <laughs> yes. Really? Yeah. Really. Do you buy them or library them? I buy them. Um, I library through I have a library app. That way you could like put it on digital, right? Like I can do books on tape mm-hmm. or audio books all through my library app. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. So you're an audio reader. I'm a paper person. You're a digital reader. Mm-hmm. But I think what we all have in common is book nerd. Yeah. <laughs> now reading lights is if yeah. she had it on and you were trying to sleep, it truly, truly won't bother you like that light. You truly can't see it or... Yeah, I mean, you can see it and you know it's there, but it's it's better than having the overhead light on or a, a side lamp, you know. Yeah. She can aim it so it's not, so it's sort of away from my face. Right, yeah. right, right. But I'm also one of those people, I sleep with the covers over my head. I don't know why. You I just do? do. I've always been like that. Even when it's like 90,000 degrees outside, I always have the covers <laughs> over my head. And she's always like, can you breathe in there? I'm like, yep, I'm fine. Just cozy. So the light probably wouldn't bother me anyway. But yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I love my electric blanket. I, I mean, I feel like I get cold at night. My entire family loves the fan on. And I, I totally have my blanket on, not quite over my head, but I'll even have an electric blanket on in the summer. That's how weird I am (laughs) I would if I had an electric blanket I probably would have it on in the summer too you too okay (laughs) I like being warm they always say sleep in a cold bedroom you sleep better in a cold bedroom and I'm like that's that's bull hockey yeah whatever people (laughs) I have my bean bags my triangle (laughs) bean bags I just put them all over me every night (laughs) nice bean bags prop yourself up in a little nest yeah I love Mm. that what are bean bags? <laughs> Remember like the one I made you for work? Oh, with rice in it or, or oats in it, right? Uh-huh. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Yep. Nice and warm. <laughs> Cozy. You have an oat pillow that like that's the kind you can microwave the, with the oats in it? Yeah. 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 The wheat. It's uh, actually, yeah, wheat. Yeah. I have yeah. a couple of those. Yeah. That's how I, I stay never... warm. 
<laughs> I just use them for like when my neck is stiff or whatever. Mm. So you prop them all around yourself? Yeah, I have one for my feet and then one for my upper half. <laughs> do you do you microwave them all before you put them on your bed? Oh yeah. What? <laughs> You're like a dish. You you fix yourself as a dish before you go to bed. Right. That's right. <laughs> microwave my dinner. Microwave my bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I've never I've never understood that cold room thing. And Sharon, she likes it cold. She's got like the window open. Do you mind if I open the window? It's thirty two degrees out. <laughs> but okay, sure. So I just pile on clothes and get back under the covers in my little turtle shell. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, an electric blanket's a good idea. I never thought of that. Do it. Oh my, I have it on the highest. Mark is like, are you sure you're not cooking, you know, in there? You're not cooking yourself because you got it on the highest. So that would be my worry that like it would get too hot and burn me up or something. Does it turn itself off or... Uh, you know, some do, some don't. Like I, I used to have one that uh, it shut off after four hours, I think. Yeah, it just depends. You just got to hmm, find a, yeah... I would worry about that too, about like, you know, fire hazard or, or whatever, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it actually cooking you, Lori, <laughs> I would, <laughs> but I might worry about it getting overheated, you know, at the plug end or something. But um, yeah. yeah, I think most of them have an automatic shut off now. We do have, we have a couple of them here. My sister-in-law keeps them up on the couch. They're really cozy, like to watch TV. Um, yeah. I wonder if I, if I had an electric blanket though, the cats, I bet the cats would like never leave. I bet they would just park on that thing and be on it all day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know that there's there's uh, like cozies. Like, uh, remember those, what were those things that were so popular for a while? It was oh, like the forever, the forever, uh, forever robe or something like that. Snuggies? Snuggies. That's it. No. Is that right? Yeah, Snuggies. yeah. Snugglies. something like that. But now they have plug-inable ones that are warm. <laughs> oh, that would be so dreamy. I would be wearing that like all over. The- that does sound good. I would need one with batteries so I could move around the house. <laughs> <laughs> Our central heating's not enough for me. Right. <laughs> I need- A little Wi-Fi hookup. I need- <laughs> yes. Yeah. So <laughs> your your own little anapod floating around the world. Yeah. That does sound toasty. Yeah. <laughs> it is cold outside right it's now. It's really still. cold today. Yeah. It's chilly today. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's yeah, what... Su- uh, here, it's sunny, so it's sort of deceptive, but it, yeah, it's cold. <clears throat> yeah. Sadie and I went out. I try to get Sadie out for a walk every day now as best I can, because cool. it's her it's her best time. Yeah. I She's love your so- new picture with you and Sadie. I know. Me too. With her nose. Her nose. <laughs> That's hilarious. She's so happy. Great. People are like, how did you do that? I'm like, it I didn't. It just happened. I, I wanted to take a selfie of us, but I, in a million years, I didn't think it would happen. And then I, I saw it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Awesome. <laughs> um, have you guys seen Encanto yet? Yes. I have not. I hear it's wonderful. It's so good. Well, we don't talk about Bruno has passed Adele on the charts. <gasps> and you know that Lin-Manuel... Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda that one (laughs) wrote most of the music for it and you can recognize it you know it's like oh that's his music so yeah 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 we don't talk about Bruno (laughs) so great I have not 
I completely missed this boat. I haven't seen it. I haven't heard it. I don't know anything about it. Do you have Disney when Plus? I, whenever I visit the Grands, I whatever new movie we watch it three or four times. So <laughs> I saw Cinderella with Camille Cabello, and oh my gosh, loved it. We watched that several times, and then of course we had to watch Encanto, and um, yeah, yeah. I say had to, but not like I didn't absolutely love it. But now right. there's apparently a dance routine to go along with it. <laughs> oh, is it on TikTok? <laughs> Can you do it? Can you do the dance routine? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. I thought about checking it out and, and springing it on my grands next time I go. <laughs> oh, my God. They would love you. They would go crazy. You're the coolest Grammy ever. We don't talk about grandma. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't talk about grandma, right? <laughs> What's Encanto about? You want to take that one, Anna? Sure. It's about a family that each member has a power. Like magic, kind of. Yeah, almost. Yeah, like magic. One person has extreme strength and, you know, it helps their village through a lot of things and and just even everyday tasks. And then another person has ability to conjure up weather, I think. And another one that has to do with some paranormal things. So all the family members have it from generation to generation. But for some reason, the main character doesn't. That's pretty much the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just so sad for her because she doesn't have a gift, but they just don't know what her gift is yet. Yeah, you're right. Right. So she's like Cousin Marilyn in the Munsters? Is before your time? Is that, is that too young for both of you? <laughs> like, which one was Marilyn? <laughs> but the Monsters was this TV show from the 60s about monsters, right? Like the dad was Frankenstein and the mom was a vampire and, and the um, great-grandpa was a vampire and like they had all these kind of different yes, monsters in I the family. Yes, I do remember. And, the, and Marilyn was the normal-looking person. Right, she was okay. this beautiful, like, blonde, <laughs> right. like, Marilyn Monroe, and they're like, oh, poor cousin Marilyn, don't worry, right. she'll be okay. And they'd be like, oh, <laughs> she's so ugly. Right. And she was, like, beautiful. She'll grow out of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, I want to do a quick shout out to Anna. To yes. Anna? We, ha- we have the teddy bear patrol here at Warm 106.9, oh. and they decided that they were going to deliver a bunch to seniors on Valentine's Day. So in our break room, they had hundreds of teddy bears all lined up actually quite nicely. And they put cards out for us all to fill out, you know, like write something nice. And most people like, happy Valentine's Day. Oh, no, not Anna. (laughs) Anna drew pictures and, oh, she found jokes and... She she did hundreds of these cards for to put on the bears for these seniors, and it was it was just so awesome. And um, I know she would never want credit for it. And then she brought her daughter in to help finish it up, and it was just really cool. It was really oh, that's nice. wonderful! <laughs> wow, it was really cool. I, they were requesting uh, the entire staff to at least do a few cards and and write a nice little note. And you know, normally for the teddy bear patrol. Traditionally, it's been for children who have just gotten in an emergency situation and when they're in an ambulance, they give them the teddy bear to make them feel better. But this time, we uh, decided to give it to senior citizens. When I heard that they were doing that, something, that one just connected with me. I just, I loved that because our elderly get forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. 
this all started with our promotions director, Tracy. Yeah. Right? Well, the nursing home she drives by daily, she could see some of the residents looked sad and bummed out. And that's when she decided she wanted to do something about it. And she wanted to give to the elderly on Valentine's Day. And when she told me that, I just... Yeah. And we had so many people uh, participate. And you yeah. know, Tracy said that everyone pulling together had a big impact and the promotions team ended up going to six different senior homes on Valentine's Day. And uh, even though their interaction with the seniors was limited, the response from the staff and those they were able to actually directly hand a bear Valentine to was really appreciated. And, uh, and Tracy went on to say, for an age group of people that have been more isolated than most throughout the pandemic, it meant a lot to them. And, uh, and she mentioned that like one home told them that the residents weren't allowed to sit together at the same dinner table until just last week. Mm. Crazy, right? <gasps> Crazy. Oh, yeah. That was really fun. Yeah. It was it, fun. it just, you know, after COVID and we haven't seen each other and we're all sitting around the break room and our big boss, you know, is looking up jokes and yeah. um, it was, you know, it was just such a, for lack of better, it was a very bonding, fun experience yeah. to be able to spend time with each other and be doing something that would really make a difference for somebody. Yeah. 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 It you really should- was. Yeah, it sounds really wonderful. I would love to have been a part of it. But I think, Anna, that I think the thing you need to understand, and, and one of the things that Lori is, is probably pointing out here, is that you're an extra mile person. I mean, <laughs> when, when it comes to things like that, and part of it is part of it is creativity and artistry. Like you have, though, you have naturally creativity and artistry, but also uh, the will and the desire to do it, and just your love for it in everything you do. Um, whether it's, uh, you know, last couple of years ago, we we went to a car parade for uh, someone who yeah. um, was celebrating a milestone, and and wasn't it wasn't you know COVID, and we all showed up for the car parade, and you had like. I made a sign. You had balloons and just all uh-huh. this stuff, and and it's it's and I don't think you do it to be flashy. You do it because it's just you, and I I appreciate it too. I love that you have that that gift of 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 bursts of creativity and and that you share it. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, way to go. Oh. I, I'm glad you didn't say because of your OCD. <laughs> No, in fact, we have we have birthday cards here that we have to um, we don't have to we get to sign, and I have horrible handwriting. And every once in a while, I really mess one up. I'm like Emma, and she'll make a picture, or draw a cake, do something to make it all better for me, <laughs> and sign your name for you. <laughs> and you know, most of you can't even read anybody's signature. In fact, one day a lady reached out and said. Thank you for the birthday card. Um, whose names are on there? <laughs> Just a bunch of doctors. Really? I gotta go, girls. I gotta She's go. She's to gotta go, okay. everyone. All right, all right. Well, where where can we find you guys on social media? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Claire Beverly. C L A I R E B E V E R L Y. And you can find me at Coach Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E, on Facebook. And I'm on Twitter at Imanadee. Woot, woot. All right. (laughs) Well, ladies, thank you. 
this is like- no thank you <laughs> no thank you i'm for clumped i'm still recovering from everything you guys are saying <laughs> I'm like oh my god i'm so embarrassed all right uh blushing blushing that's what i'm all right well <laughs> love you guys love you guys, love you guys. Talk to you soon see you next week <laughs> bye this is listen and learn or, or not. not.